wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you That would be a great, like, uh, a great uh, would just be like medical professional confidential where they just they call in anonymously with like voice disguise and tell their craziest stories of patients and stuff like where you could just say things that they've seen or that people have done like it would be i mean the first whole year would just be things that accidentally went up people's butts because that's always seems to be like any ask credit of like doctors or nurses it's always like the first five scrolls are like just i accidentally sat on a shampoo bottle whoops how did it get up there you know and it's like over and over and over <laughs> they're like the same guy comes in every week with something he accidentally sat on or something you had a big operation you'd be getting 48 at a time every week <laughs> yeah you're doing the he math can't. seven days in the week mm. <laughs> What do you think the average time is between something stuck, a big mistake happens, and then going to a doctor? Oh, like how long hours? Do you... No, I think you got two hours max before you're like, your your body would probably go in shock, right? <laughs> like, no, is isn't that like what's that called? Like septic shock, maybe? I don't know. I'm maybe not I'm saying, imagining what that. Should you do? Oh no, but I think you're I don't think I think you could get in like like you can get sick and pass out because your body starts like rejecting foreign objects. I think. I think. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's just you're trying to deal with it for a while. <laughs> I don't know. I think you try and walk it off. Jeez. I can't. You tried I'm to walk off yeah, third degree burns. <laughs> yeah, I was in shock. <laughs> Your principal says you need to go to the hospital. Are you sure? Are you sure you should be here? I got that this week. I threw my back out last week. Pretty bad. No, couldn't get out of bed for two days. Third day come back and I'm walking like on a like not a 45 or not a 90 degree angle like full sideways <laughs> my upper body but like 75 degree angle and crooked sideways so I was like only walking on one leg and bent over and my principal was like are you sure he came into my class like three times like how you doing bud how you doing it's like oh which is really nice and he wasn't like doing it he was just being nice like it was just like he was because he's had a bad back too you know so like you know if you know you know but uh whatever i'm feeling a lot better now um we were talking about fragrances and it's funny because i was looking at like uh perfume ads have you ever like do you, do you what's your typical perfume ad Nowadays, do you have like a, if you think of a perfume ad, what do you think of? I have not. Are you still buying magazines? No, I mean on TV. Okay, oh, I think it's yeah. still like air air washed colors of a guy wandering around on the beach. It's okay, always, yeah, it's always there's a lot of wandering, <laughs> a lot of wandering and in like, wind. 
an intense like piano music building and like yeah. symphonies sometimes and then like normally like some kind of embrace or action or they're on a yeah. mountain or like or some there's sort like of a girl's poem. voice that's like the girl yeah someone who and speaks they only like, say like yeah yeah eight words it, like intense it was meant to be you know leo's wife in inception yeah, 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 yeah. With a, a voice like that. Accent, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone who doesn't know how to talk English but is reading and, the and words. S- and sometimes it's crazy celebrities that they get. It's like, it's like somebody wandering and it's like, I don't know, like messy or something. And it's like, you know, like, follow your passion, dream. And it's like, they spend, like, they spend millions of dollars making like a big visual representation. Like, well, how else would you sell it? You know, it's not like it's everyone's... the worst way ever to sell it. Like you're making it's no matter what the ad they make. They, like if, if you were doing, if you were selling baking goods, like you could show them being baked and we could almost smell what they're like, but there's nothing that they can do in an advertisement that will ever make us imagine what it actually smells like. Like, you know, you have an ad for cookies or you have an ad for ice cream. You can kind of taste it. But a perfume, it's so ineffective. It's like the dumbest waste of money ever. It would be cheaper if you just bought a little, like, like magazine. I think magazines were peak per- perfume advertising. They could get the right amount in it. And they, they would just get mailers get, again. Mail it out they to should. everyone. Yeah. I think, it, I think you could literally hand write your own mailers to people. And it would be cheaper than spending $10 million on TV advertising. If you just sent a sampler to every residence in a, in a country and just said, here, smell it. Like, I think it would be so much more effective than making out these aspirational ads that don't give us any idea. And if it, if your fragrance is good, just send it to people and like, they probably love it. Like most people only change fragrances probably what once every five years, if that. So you give them something good, you got a customer for a long time. Like, it seems like a huge waste of money making these stupid, weird ads for smells. It's like you pick the medium that's maybe the worst. Like, we're going to give smells through visuals. But not familiar smells. Abstract smells. It'd be like covering your eyes and somebody describing an an abstract painting to you. Doesn't matter what it smells like. You're smelling like messy. (laughs) Oh, wait, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> Lionel Messi, the soccer player. <laughs> he doesn't seem that. He doesn't. Uh, he, no, he doesn't seem like the type you want to smell. Maybe give me Ronaldo. Sure, but not Messi. I kind of like Messi. And then I realized he was a spokesperson for Qatar Airways. And that's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even him. Ronaldo's a bit of a creep, too, it turns out. What? You didn't know that? It just strikes me as like if you just saw him, you'd know he was a creep. Yeah. And you're kind of so. like, yeah, I get it. He's a creep because he, he, he can't. He's Ronaldo. So that's what happens. Every five years, there's one of those guys and they're always weird. We all watch football. Not that type of football. <laughs> <laughs> the good old American. Oh, is this a, this is a, this is a tra- oh, transition I yeah. see here. So what intrigues me is 
you know, you're watching the game on CBS or whatever, and eh, they're always advertising TV shows on CBS. And I have no idea what they are or anything about them. So I'm thinking we have a little bit of some homework after this episode. Oh. We pick a show that's advertised on uh, football. And no, most, I can't. These, I can't watch these... any show that's advertised on football. Currently. I can't. Well, then one will be assigned to you. They're most the dumbest shows I've ever one. seen. And like you just start watching like season one, episode 12. No context, no, you know, researching who these characters are. You just watch Thursday at eight o'clock on CBS. One of the following Alaska Daily. Starring Hillary Swank. I don't know anything about it, but just her picture and Alaska Daily, it's called. Or the cleaning lady, who I think is maybe like someone who cleans up after the hitman or like my mother murders. <laughs> so, no, so but it's, my a, mother. <laughs> it's an it's insidious cleaning lady. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Hey, I, I watched the parade with Marge last night. She let me tell yeah. you, she's good to watch the parade with because if if you know people walk by my kids without giving candy, <laughs> you gotta, gonna get the candy. Hey! <laughs> There's two year old over here. Or Got him some candy. If a little pony uh, is is wearing a reindeer outfit and it happens to fall off and get in the middle of the road, then then your mom just scoots out onto the road, grabs the pony outfit, and brings it back for Link to wear sweet she'll like run out there risk getting trampled oh she's a force she's yeah. a force yeah so other tv shows we got the cleaning lady alaska daily east so far i'm new leaning york. towards i'd never watch east new york you could i'll no. never do it carter you'll never make me even if i had to i'd never watch that show it's about like cops i think east it new just york. looks so bad the dialogue looks so bad <laughs> There's only one there's, show I would watch less. There's only one show I would watch there less. Might be it. <laughs> Rookie What's it? Fed. Oh, <laughs> Rookie God. Fed. <laughs> which I think is like based off, like a spinoff of the show, The Rookie, which he's oh. been a rookie for a very long time. Um, but it's called Rookie Fed. So those are the four of the shows. Does anyone want to pick one and report back to us in a segment? Well, I'm in the calling future? Alaska Daily. That's the only one okay. So Trevor's going to do Alaska Daily. Brent, cleaning lady, East New York, or rookie fed? Could I do a deep season of the ultimate <laughs> football show? Okay, what's that? Is it The Good Doctor? Okay, oh, yes. no! Yeah, do it! No. Do it! <laughs> what? Okay. What season do you think that's on? <laughs> Like eight? I don't. Has anybody watched it ever? I feel like ah! I know the entire show. I feel like I know the entire show just by watching football. Yeah, they it's... literally just give the whole show in the previews every week. It's like there's the whole season. I just figured it out. I could I could make so many jokes <laughs> about that show, but I can't. It's only six seasons, but they've done a hundred episodes. But they have oh. no. It's like all these shows back in the day used to really, you know, season one, two, three would be good. Then it starts going down, and by six, it'd be canceled. And all these shows are like on season like 
nine and like because oh, nobody wants fired. to create new content anymore uh chicago pd chicago fired oh man frick it's just old people old people watching this broadcast tv like and... do you know a single person in your life that has ever watched the good doctor no I don't know another human that's ever been mentioned it or said they've watched it or liked it. I've never heard a person in the world ever talk about The Good Doctor. I've never seen The Good Doctor on social media. I've never, it's just... Any of this broadcast TV, I don't know. It, like, it must pay well if like Hillary Swank is on there, you know, maybe. But like, is it just like community theater nowadays? <laughs> like... Oh, no. The real community theater, Carter is what's happening to soap operas. Oh, God. What is going on? So there's, like, no soap operas anymore, right? Is there well, one? Well, Passions got axed, but the big ones, like Young and Restless, Good... Hos- good uh, uh, General? General Hospital and uh, Days of Our Lives, those will never go away. Nope, All my no, 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 no. Right? I think there's only... There was three left on TV... And now I think there's two. And so what's happening now is like B tier networks are saying like, we'll keep that show going if you're canceling it. So transition. Yeah, like DirecTV handled uh, Passions after NBC canceled it. Okay. But when the W network takes, if you thought the production on a soap opera was cheap, (laughs) wait till they got 90% of the budget. And try and do it on the W network. It's like somebody on a phone, no lighting, no makeup, one take, one take, and you better get the script. Like it's, it's like it, honestly, our fake soap opera is probably higher quality now. It's that bad when they and it's there's a couple of them that they've tried to take over and like keep going, and it's so depressing, and it's just the same like old 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 people and they probably don't know how to like log on to like these streamings or like uh, alternative networks they don't know how to find their shows oh it's so sad imagine like cheap like they make telenovelas look like expensive and fancy <laughs> well it seems like there's still four all my children went away 11 years ago but bold and beautiful days of our lives general hospital and young and the restless are still on oh i think Days of Our Lives is the one maybe that's on the uh, on the W network now. Yeah, moved to Peacock. Yeah. Oh, now and I think that's done too. Oh uh, yeah, Young and the Restless uh, and Bold and Beautiful on CBS have been renewed. General Hospital has not on ABC. That might be the one. Maybe that's on W then. There, I just Absolutely. know that there's like some a big name and it was like only on here exclusive. Like it's our show now. It was like, oh, that's sad. Young and the Restless is number one, then Bold and the Beautiful, obviously. CBS, drawn strong. Young um, and the Restless is the best. Young and the Restless is the best. 3.4 million viewers an episode. That's actually solid, but the demo is really bad. 0.38% of women uh, aged 18 to 49 are watching it. So that's terrible. So the numbers are good, like the actual eyes on, but the actual demo was bad. That, so Wilford means- Bremley's got a lot of ads. Yeah, a lot well, of catheters and a lot of Wilford Brimley. What that means to me is it's women eighteen to forty nine, right? So a lot of plus fifty women are watching, and their spending habits are solidified, and they're not going to be swayed by advertising like eighteen to forty nine. Well, 
So, hmm. well, unless you get them really crazy nowadays. <laughs> it seems like ultra like ridiculous like politics is it's like the last death rattle of a generation. It's like, oh, these old people have a little rage left in them. Let's let's tap it all out. They've got a little more to give the world. It's a bigotry and hatred. Let's let's enrage them. Oh yeah, it looks like Days of Our Lives is on W Network now. In- That's a big in- loss. Yeah, because Peacock isn't available in Canada. That's why. Oh, so two months ago it started on on W Network. And Peacock won't exist in another year. So. Probably. <laughs> oh, well. So, Brent, you're going to watch an episode of The Good Doctor? I'll try. Can I Trevor find it? Alaska Daily? Oh, it's it's on CTV. That's for certain. And what should I watch? Cleaning Lady, East New York, or Rookie Fad? Oh, my God. I think Cleaning Lady is too good. good. Cleaning Lady might actually be a good show. You gotta watch. You gotta watch Rookie Feds, Carter. Hey, yeah. I'll watch that one. <laughs> Maybe I'll try to watch the other I've, ones too. Five times. I've read so much about that show, Carter. I know I don't so know much. Anything. Just I know so much of what's going on behind the scenes and the drama and. Interesting. There's. I went on a Reddit dive because when I first looked it up, I had to see if it, I didn't even know if it was real or if it was a joke. So that was my first like Reddit dive. Was like. Is this really a show? And then that, I was not the only person that thought maybe it was a comedy. There's a large group of people that saw those ads and went, what is going on? People are watching this. And then, and then you understand how the show was created and why it was created and what was going on. And then it's like, oh, this is bad. The one but, thing I'll uh, look into so- is... Yeah, it is a spinoff of the rookie, which is in season. Yeah, five. apparently, see, apparently they like just ruined her character. Well, it was a backdoor pilot, two episode backdoor pilot during the fourth season. No, apparently she was great in the other show, in her, in her role, when like she, she was, was just, a rookie, and when she wasn't like the main character, and then they just like the main guy left. I think Nathan Fillion. Uh, he's still on the rookie oh maybe not oh but he's not a rookie anymore oh uh, he still might <laughs> no let's see how long it's like it's like the kids in like the simpsons like they've been in the same grade forever like this guy's just gonna be a rookie for 80 years i don't want you looking things up carter it's looking things up with the rookie so <laughs> As a reward for his, this is the new season just came out as his reward for a heroic stand down at the border. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> was that Captain Mexicans? Nolan is offered a golden Are ticket. Are they talking about Alberta? <laughs> his or Emerson. Emerson. The Emerson Manitoba border standoff. <laughs> the Ricky fans show up. His choice of assignment in the LAPD gets to choose. Ooh. Guess he's not the rookie anymore. John Nolan, a man in his 40s, becomes the oldest rookie at the LAPD. Based on real life, guy who moved to LA in 2015 enjoyed in his mid-40s. Geez, so this show came out 
So this guy did it for real in 2015, and this show was out three years later. This guy that was just, This guy was just trying to make a spinoff series of his life. It's like, I'm going to do this, write an article, and turn it into a TV show. Bet you. Because you, know you know what the world needs? You know what TV needs more of? Police more shows. Too. We need more things about the law enforcement and how great they are. Oh, look at that. The guy who joined the LAPD in 2015 not only continues to serve, but is also an executive producer. <laughs> oh, of course. You know who the biggest... Speaking of football, you know who the biggest traitor is always? The sweetest, the sweetest gig in all of the NFL? What's the best job to have in the NFL? James Brown. What's that? What's he do? CBS the commentator? No, CBS, like, hey, I'm the studio host, James Brown. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, okay, 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 yeah. I think the best job ever is the the guy who, for two years, is the NFL rules and officiating head guy. Because that is the golden parachute job. Every guy that was the rules and officials leader of the NFL gets a sweet do-nothing TV job. Every network needs one. They all get one. So they just literally, they go in for two years. They're the head of officiating. Boom, straight to Fox. Boom, straight to CBS. Boom, straight to ABC. Boom, straight to NBC. Boom, straight to ESPN. And then the circle of life continues. And there's a new generation of the. It's just like the, it's like the straight to TV guaranteed gig. It's like if you get the job as the official guy in the NFL, like they must be like begging you not to quit instantly and like go to TV where you get yeah. to call. For like one minute a, a Sunday, you have to work. You I sit like around and watch guy, football. Though. Oh, I know, but it's the best gig. It is the best gig. And when you take that job, do you think there's something in the contract that says you can't go directly to TV for TV right uh, after this? Yeah, there's gonna be for, no, or you got to stick with period. us. You you got to stick with us for three years. Then you got to promise you can't sign with us for four months and then get a sweet job that pays you a million bucks to to do one hour work a week. Um, I think those. I think that's the sweetest gig in all of football, man. The official guys. Yeah, I like that, but uh, they're wrong a lot of the times, which you'd hope they wouldn't be. But uh, on the opposite end of the spectrum, you know who I hate? The special teams analysis, like Jay Feely for CBS. Why would he miss this kick, Jay? You know, <laughs> uh, laces up. You know, where's that on CFL? We could use that for the the bombers missed kick there in the Grey Cup. Where'd, what happened, Jay? Well, your kicker sucks. <laughs> Starters. It'd be great if he just went more philosophically. He's like, well, you know, his life is balanced. life <laughs> is full of uncertainties, and nothing is guaranteed. And this is actually we why we watch sports is to see humans under pressure <laughs> do do beautiful things. And sometimes yeah. they fail, and that's part of the beauty of sports. And they're like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Back to you, Jim. You know, it's, and he just like gave like a philosophical break. <laughs> Does this game even matter? Does, none of this Does matters. Anything matter? Do you feel loved? Do you feel? And then they just cut from it. <laughs> that's actually a great bit for like a Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Well, yeah, they'd let it run on for two minutes longer than it should and stop being funny. <laughs> uh-uh. Nope. I don't. I will not stand for it. It's the cool thing to do. It's like Saturday Night Live has become the nickelback of comedy where it's just too easy to make fun of. 
Wait, but no, that means I like Nickelback. I don't like Nickelback. I hate them, and I can't even stand up for them. But SNL is funny, and I don't care what people say. They're wrong. Nickelback's got a new album. Uh, how do you how do you think they went on this one? They've always sort of teased it, but they the Globe and Mail said they they went gone full out country. country. Yeah, they're playing uh, like Ontario's big country fest. They're playing a night. So I'm like, man, I gotta listen to this. And the first single on there is called like San Quentin or something like that. And it's actually like the best thing they've done in 17 years. It's like, like totally metal. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, why are they playing country on this? The chorus that doesn't really rhyme, but it's like actually like the best thing they've had in like four or five albums, which I refuse to listen to. They're so bad. But then like the second single, it's all, you know, oh, country, want to go back? Oh, like, oh, it's so bad. It's the ultimate bro country horribleness. So they're in a weird so spot wait, there. So they pulled a hootie. Yeah, but at the same time, they've got some real heavy stuff in there too. Like, so they're trying to, you know, people don't buy albums, I guess, anymore. So the metalheads have their new single, and the country people have their new single. Ah, whatever, they're businessmen. Yeah, I guess so. They are headlining big festivals, so they're making money. But. I was impressed with, uh, with the, like the metal song, but not the country song. Oh frick! I'll I'll have to send you. Oh frick! Is it bad? Well, it's Nickelback doing country. Think about that. Yeah, no one but needs it's that. All, it's like here we go. Those days, like, uh, like you know, I'm 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 a Nickelback. I guess. Can you hear? It's something. Now, no. Remember when Elm Street came on? Couldn't watch it alone. You know, it's about 80s nostalgia. That's a... <laughs> Making prank phone calls. Star 69. Oh. Remember to try to hit 88 to go back in time? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the Member Berry song. <laughs> It's the Member Berry song! <laughs> Remember when they per- played Purple Rain? Oh, frick. Oh, my God. It is Member Berries. It's the Member Berries song. It's totally the Member Berries song. Oh, frick. It's so bad. The worst, the worst thing in history is people looking back on it fondly as opposed to a way to learn. Yeah. Looking back, that who's that? <laughs> Axel Rose yesterday's got nothing for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Axel Rose nailed it on that one. He nailed it with yesterday. And I'm a super nostalgic person. And it's the worst. It's the biggest waste of emotions is nostalgia. It's the least productive, most instinctive caveman base useless emotion that serves nothing. It's like something to think about while the bear was eating you alive. That's where the nostalgia gene kicked in or something. Nostalgia. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs>